Blog Talk Radio. Good day to you. It's Andrew Morgan, the Goals Coach, coming to you on another episode of the Goals Coach Daily Show. If you're tuning in for the first time, this is a program that's about sharing insights, ideas, and tips to help you to maximize your potential and, more importantly, to help you to produce the outcomes that you desire in your life. You know, we always like to say that this is a program that's not just about what you know and sharing information with you, but it's really a program that's designed to help you to take an inside look at what you're doing. So I want you for the next 30 minutes to put aside what you know about personal development and what you currently know about success, and I want you to take a look at what you're doing. What have you been doing over the last seven days as it relates to producing the outcomes that you desire in your life? What have you been doing over the last 14 days as it relates to reaching the goals that you have set for your life? What have you been doing over the last 30 days as it relates to making your dreams come true. Remember that your goals are only alive if they're showing up in your daily routines. And on this program, we take an inside look at your daily routines to determine if, in fact, those goals are alive and running or if they're just something that you're holding on to with the hope and thought of them one day becoming true. Now, I want to ask you our kickoff questions. Our first, my first question to you is, how do you feel, man? <laughs> the answer, in case you don't know, is that I feel great. I feel great. You know, I like to kick us off with, with some affirmations and some thoughts just to get our mind in that place that we need to be in in order to reflect and to receive and to, to find the motivation and the inspiration that this show offers you. So how do you feel? I feel great. How are you showing up today? I show up with bold purpose and certainty. I show up with bold purpose and certainty. Do you know where you're going? Yes, I do. I am clear, focused, and locked in on the targets I've set for today. Are you going to let anything stop you? I am unstoppable. Are you going to let anything distract you? No, I am unstoppable. Are you going to let anyone or anything change your positive attitude? No. I am unstoppable. Repeat that to yourself. Let it sink deep down inside. Let those become a part of your core beliefs about who you are and what you're capable of, and you will find that you can do some pretty incredible things. Our thought for the day is for you to find strength in action. Determine the next step and act, even if it's a small step. Take it and look for the next. You're looking for strength to go through some things. If you're looking for some strength and some empowerment to reach your goals, find that strength in action, not in schemes, in action. Get busy, man. Get busy, woman. Come on, people. <laughs> We're gonna have some fun doing this. You know, in our in in the the lead in or in the trailer for for today's program, I, I asked the question: What does an Alaskan gold rush 
and uh, Gold Rush and and a, a great white shark have in common, facing a great white shark have in common. And we're going to answer that question on today's program. And today's program is really all about overcoming adversity. We've talked about this in past shows, but, you know, one of the greatest things that separate those who are considered exceptional from those who are considered average, or let me put that another way, one of the greatest things that separates people who do exceptional things from people who do average things is their ability to overcome adversity. You know, when you look at those people who are who are considered peak performers, what we are looking at very often is we're, we're seeing them in their element. We're seeing them do their thing. What we don't get to see is, would be the the hours that they spend perfecting their craft. What we don't get to see too often is the uh, we don't get to witness their their skill and ability to overcome obstacles and adversity right up front. We don't get to see that. We just get to see that end result. But but understand something, and tell me if this doesn't make sense to you. The person who's accomplishing big things in their life is really the person who has the ability to, when faced with adversity, to overcome it. So they've developed some skills. They have a different mindset as it relates to overcoming adversity. And I want to share with you five of those those key uh, those those keys to overcoming adversity. Now, where did these come from? Well, you'll see that when you look at any situation, any situation where persons faced with adversity or challenges, there are some pretty consistent things that are in place. And and what you'll find are that these five keys that I'm about to share run true in in almost any situation when a person is overcoming a challenge. You know, the Alaskan, uh, the Gold Rush Alaska is a, a program uh, that just finished its first season on the Discovery Channel. Now, I'm not a big TV guy, but, you know, I, I like this program because because of a couple of things. There were, there were six guys who were really at their wits end. They were, you know, the economic downturn has put them in a place where their backs are literally against the wall. They've lost their jobs. Um, they're facing the potential loss of their homes, the the uh, just a, a really negative situation that they're in from a financial standpoint because of the economic downturn. Well, these guys, under the the leadership of of uh, of Todd Hoffman and his father Jack Hoffman, uh, they decide that they're going to go for it. They're going to Alaska. They're leaving their homes in Oregon, their families in in Sandy, Oregon, and they're going to Alaska to mine for gold. I mean, you know, this is like the this is old school uh America. It reminds you of the time when the when the uh the gold rush took place uh in in the uh 1849s, I believe. Yeah, in 1849 when uh everyone went west looking in, in search of of finding their riches and and kind of putting it all on the line for that goal. So, you know, that the the goal of finding gold and improving and changing their lives as a result of that and changing their family's life was it was it was something that really piqued my interest. So, you know, this is a this was a whole season that's gone by and you watch them go from uh the very early stages of of planning this thing out and 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 getting the equipment to this very remote area in Alaska. They lease the land from uh from someone who 
had uh, I think he himself had panned for gold on that um, on that land, and others had panned for gold, and no one really found the mother load. So they really put it all on the line, and in the end, they invested somewhere I believe over over a quarter million dollars uh, in the pursuit of this gold, and they faced a lot of adversity along the way. You know, I remember watching one episode when they were trying to get their their equipment. They had heavy equipment because they needed to move a lot of earth in order to mine for gold. And and they came to this bridge, and and the bridge couldn't support the weight of the of the equipment that they had. So they had to find another way to get the equipment to the other side of these of this river. And it was there were like little fingers kind of coming out. So it wasn't just one river; it was like three rivers. Um, and and they had to find a way to get the equipment over there. And they they managed to find a way to get the equipment over there. And and they lived to uh, to pursue their goal another day. And and they faced all kinds of of odds and adversity. And and the thing that hit me that was you know every America was really pulling from. I believe this show was the number one uh, rated show on Friday, had the, the largest viewership on Fridays um, of any show on, on the air. And everyone was pulling for him, I believe. I mean, because this really was, you know, you were watching them go for it, and you wanted to see them. You, you, wanted, you really wanted them to reach this goal. You wanted them to hit the mother load. You wanted them to go from having their backs against the wall uh, and, and potentially losing it all to actually – reaching the goal you wanted them to come out you know with everything that they were that they were they were trying to 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 uh with, with everything they were trying to get you wanted them to reach everyone was pulling for them but in the end they didn't reach the goal and it was painful i think a lot of people kind of sighed because it was you know their their hopes and their dreams of of potentially uh, striking gold in their life in some form, fashion, or or another in their life were kind of dashed against the rocks when when this team didn't uh, reach their goal. And the reason they didn't reach it is quite frankly because they ran out of time. I mean, they were it was getting better and better and better and better and better and better and better. They were finding more and more and more and more and more flakes. They even found a nugget, and they were they were like they were on it. They were close. They were ten feet or twenty feet or or thirty feet away from from reaching this uh, from from hitting the the mother load, and yet the winter came in and just you know, froze up the equipment and, and froze the ground and froze the water, and that was the end of season one. Now, they are coming back for season two to hopefully finish this story. But let me ask you something. Do you have a goal or a dream that you're working on? And that thing means everything to you. You know, you know that when this thing happens, when you're able to to make the to make this thing happen that things are going to change for you and you're finding along the way that there's some adversity that there's some challenges well I'm here to tell you the adversity and the challenges are a normal part of it that's a part of it so how do you overcome it though because again the difference the 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 biggest obstacle that you face in reaching your goal is is not necessarily the obstacle itself, but it's your ability or your inability to overcome that. It's how you approach adver- adversity that will make the difference. In a previous show, we I, I did a, a brief review of the book, The Adversity Advantage, by uh, Dr. Paul Stoltz and Eric um, Eric Weinmeier, uh, Weinmeier. And and you know Eric is a blind mountain climber. 
Um, in fact, he's the only blind mountain climber who's uh, actually scaled the seven peaks, um, representing the highest peaks on the seven continents around the world. He's actually successfully climbed the, the seven peaks. And, and there's a lot that they teach us in, uh, about adversity. If you uh, want to get a copy of the book, you can get it on Amazon.com. There's a link that I have on the dashboard here. Uh, on, on my um, on my main page here on Blog Talk Radio, but get it because it's all about you know you're going to have to learn some things and and if you, you're going to learn some of it here on this program, but you're going to have to go deeper in some cases. So I, I encourage you to go out and get that. But when we looked at the adversity advantage, you know there were a lot of a lot of different components, a lot of different pieces to overcoming adversity. I really wanted to just boil this thing down to something to some practical steps, some things that you can write them down and and just keep them keep them close if you're going through some adversity. And understand something, going through adversity is actually not just a matter of something that's thrust upon you. You know, very often when you're reaching for something that's that's new, when you're reaching for that goal, when you're reaching for that dream, that's when you'll find adversity along the way because there's some things that you have to learn, some things that you're gonna, that you're going to have to know. Uh, that you're going to have to pick up as you go through it, and they very, it very often shows up as adversity. So how do you overcome that? Well, the one thing that, that I encourage you to do is, is and, and these are five don'ts, but there's some do's right behind them. The first thing is don't freak out. Don't freak out. Okay, when when challenges come, when problems come, don't freak out. Keep your head. That's the positive. That That's the positive step. You know, don't freak out. Okay, and I, I don't like to use the word don't because very often if you use the word don't, people, your, your mind rather will gravitate to, it will not hear the don't, it'll just hear the words after that. So if I tell you don't freak out, but I don't tell you what to do, all you're here is freak out. Okay, this is what you need to do. Keep your head. Keep your head. There's not a single survival technique anywhere in any manual, in any guide, in any instructions from, from someone who's been there that tells you that when the trouble comes, just panic. <laughs> you know, there's nothing that says when you're facing that, 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 that adversity, just lose your head and panic. All right. You know, there was there's a story that I that I heard years ago, an old joke heard years ago by J.J. Um, Bettenbacher, I think was the first person I heard heard it from. But it's a story of two men who were in the wild camping, and they had been fishing all day, and and they settled in the tent at night. And uh, as they settled in, that you know, you heard this this noise outside the tent, and then you heard like the little grunting in the of of a of a grizzly bear outside the tent. And then just like that, boom, the grizzly bear sticks his head inside the tent, and the and the the, the uh, and you, he's snarling and growling and hot grizzly breath just blah, blah. and and the one guy is freaking out. He's sitting there. He's going, "Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! This is it! We are about to die!" You know, I've come to the woods too many, one time too many. You know, the grizzly's about to just devour us. And he looks over at his friend as he's sitting there, as he's panicking. He looks over at his friend, and his friend is calm and and cool and collected. And he he he's taking his boot. He's pulling his boots on one. First one and tying it, and then the other one and tying it, and and he goes, he goes, what are you doing, man? He goes, we are about to die. Don't you know there's no way in the world that you can outrun a grizzly bear? His friend looks at him and says, you know, I don't have to outrun the bear. All I have to do is outrun you. <laughs> 
old joke, been around for a long time, but there's a lesson in there. One, the, the one lesson is you don't lose you, you, you don't panic. You keep your head when you're facing adversity. You keep your head when you're facing adversity. You know, when, when you're in the, when you're on an airplane and, and they're give, they're walking you through the, the pre-flight instruction and they tell you in the event of, of a sudden drop in air pressure, your mask drops from the, from the uh, from the ceiling, and they tell you to first, you know, to put it on and and secure it, and take a breath, and then help the person next. They don't tell you just, you know, when that thing drops down and out of the sky, man, you just freak out, just panic, just lose it, put it on, screaming and hollering, and slap the person next to you. And uh, no, no, keep your head, keep your head. You want to keep your head, and you want to keep you want to. Keep it in perspective. You want to understand that, you know, very often when we're reaching, uh, reaching our, reaching for our goals, when we're working on our dreams, we're not facing that life-threatening adversity. You know, it's not the grizzly that's sitting in front of us. That's our problem. You know, it's not that we are about to be devoured by an apex predator. That's not the problem that we're facing. We face something that's a great deal more subtle. And what you need to understand is, is that when you put it into perspective, you realize that adversity teaches very valuable lessons. And and also realize that facing adversity head on will make you stronger. It will make you wiser. It will make you better. It will make you more focused. It will make you more able. And you want to realize that that everyone faces adversity at some point. I don't care what you're going through. It's not that you're being picked on. It's not that you're being picked on by life. Very often the adversity is there because you do have more that you can give. Or there's some lessons that you haven't learned along the way. So number one thing is don't freak out. Don't freak out. Don't freak out. Keep your head. Keep it in perspective. Number two, don't freeze up. Don't freeze up. Keep it moving. You have to keep it moving. If you're going through some things, if you're going through some, some adversity, if you're going through some challenges, you have to keep it moving. Problems will overtake you when you fail to act. You know, look for the next step and take it. That's all. Look for the next step and take it. So what, is, what does the Alaskan gold rush have to do with uh, Great White Shark? Well, uh, Butch Connor was a or is a surfer in California and he went out surfing one day. He went out to go surfing one day and you know he was a person who wanted to kind of do it his way. So he left the group. He left the group of, of other surfers and he was out there uh by himself in, in Bodega Bodega Bay in California at uh, Simon Creek Beach. And and he you know he was he was separated and that's how it is for us sometimes. You know just just to pause in the story. You have a goal and you have to go at it alone. You have to go for it alone. It's kind of separating you from friends and family because it's your stuff, and 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 maybe they can't see it for you. But you have to, you know, you kind of feel like you're out there, you're out there surfing alone. You're out there working on it alone. Well, Butch went out. He's 40 yards away from the other surfers. He lays down on his stomach to catch a wave, and as he does that, he glances over his his right shoulder because he hears splashing in the water. And, and, you know, he said that at first, he when he saw this 14-inch dorsal fin, 14-inch dorsal fin, here you are, you're alone, 14-inch dorsal fin over your right shoulder. He said the first thing he thought was that, wow, what a big dolphin that is. And then he said he realized that, you know, that fin wasn't moving up and down like dolphins swim. It was moving left to right. Yeah. His greatest fear hit him right there. It was a shark. It was about, um, they say, between 14 and 18 
feet long, a shark. You're out there in the water, and it's a great white, and the thing is coming for you, okay? And, and you know, when he, when he noticed that he took his eyes off the wave, he missed that wave that he was about to catch. And had he caught it, he probably could have made it to the, to the shore safely, to the shoreline safely, but he missed it. And um, so he's sitting there in the water, and, and, the, and, and the shark is there. It's just him and the shark. The shark swam in a, a semicircle and it approached him head on. And then it drifted in slowly along his left side. And, and he said that he was so transfixed by the proximity of the massive fish that he didn't notice his leg was dangling off the surfboard in, in the salt water. And he just remember he said he remembered thinking that this thing is as big as my Volkswagen. You know, that was the thought he had as the dorsal fin approached him. He felt a sudden urge to reach out and touch the shark because he said that, you know what, if this thing's going to kill me anyway, why shouldn't I touch it? Well, shark didn't even give him a chance to do that. You know, it, with, there was a the, just instantly, boom, massive chomp of, of the shark's jaws thrusted his head upward and underneath Butch's leg. Now, his leg stayed on top of the shark's head as it was rising, and so it didn't fall in his mouth. And he was splashing around, and, and, and you know, when he, when he fell off his surfboard and started splashing, well, the shark freaked out and started splashing too. And the shark was went into a spastic frenzy. And, and then the, the shark waved its head about maniacally, waving and snapping his jaws open and shut. I mean, this thing was trying to do what this thing does. It was trying to make a meal out of Butch. Well, the the great white shark didn't hit anything. You know, here you have all this splashing, all this commotion in the water, and, and, and you know, Butch is floating alongside of of this uh of this three thousand pound killing machine and he didn't even have a scratch on him and he sat there and he went wow that's pretty amazing he remembered thinking but but he also remembered thinking that this this shark wasn't going to miss again and and then the thoughts of escape the thoughts of escape um flooded his head they just flooded his head you know the the terror uh, just, just you know, completely as you could imagine, just is completely it's paralyzing. You're sitting there. There's a shark, and the thing's trying to trying to eat you. And well, what Bruce did was he kind of positioned himself so that he could keep the surf his surfboard in between him and the shark. Um, and and then the shark would you know shark raised up out of the water again to bite him, and he he jammed the nose of the board into the into the shark's gills, and that you know that that kind of threw the shark off a little bit. Um, and and so Bruce climbed on top of his surfboard. He was shouting. He shouted "shark" to the other surfers so they could get out of the water. And and then all of a sudden it was kind of like um, you know the 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 water was kind of boiling. And Bruce was trying to you know he turned and, and decided to paddle towards safety. But as he did that, the shark stopped him dead in his tracks after just a few strokes. It surfaced in his path to the shoreline. So now the shark is in between him and the shore, and it began circling him again. And and he you know he came to the conclusion that evasive tactics were were merely delaying the inevitable and and there was again that paralyzing fear that that took him over you know if you ever had a goal that you're working on and you just find that that there's something that's standing in the way and it just paralyzes you because you don't know you don't know what to do or, or how to get how to get past it well he mustered up enough will to keep the tip of his board pointed in the shark's direction. But, you know, he was too terror-stricken to get back in the water, uh, get back in the water and use his board as a barrier. And then, you know, he had those thoughts. You know, his thoughts went from, from terror to sadness. He wondered, you know, what his three children were going to do without him. And he wondered how long his girlfriend, it would take his girlfriend to move on with her life. And, and then he decided he wanted to live. 
You know, he decided that he needed to calm himself down. And and with that, he convinced himself that the shark could sense his fear like a rabid dog. And he decided that he has to get a hold of himself. And then he, and, and to his surprise, he was able to do that. His body listened. The trembling reside, subsided. The blood returned to his arms and his legs, and he fell strong. He was ready to paddle. And that's what he did. That's what he did. He paddled to shore. He actually made it to shore. The amazing thing with this is that, you know, to sit there, to sit there would have would have been certain peril. You know, once that shark, and sharks do that, you know, from what I understand. See, I, I actually live in Silver Spring, Maryland, which is where the Discovery Channel is. So when they have Shark Week, if you don't live in this area, you probably don't know this. But when they have, when Discovery Channel has Shark Week, the high-rise building, that that houses the Discovery Channel. They actually put like this this huge. I don't know how it's big. It's a huge. It, you know, it's a, they, there's a shark shark's head that comes out of one side of the building. All the way on the other side is are, is the tail of the shark, and then on the left and the left and the right they're fins. And and so whenever there's Shark Week, you know it's Shark Week on the Discovery Channel because you can because they they decorate the building for Shark Week. But the, and so this story kind of. Reminds me of some of the other things you see on Shark Week, but but one of the things that 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 you that people that you learn about sharks is that they do kind of test stuff out. I mean, they do that kind of bump um, just to kind of see if it's something that they can eat, and sometimes they'll just kind of swallow it and they'll bite it to see if it's something they can eat. So if Bruce, if uh, if Butch had just sat there, you know, there was a chance that that he it would have taken him out. It would have taken him out, but he act. He t- he took action. He did what he could. He kept his head. He didn't. He freaked out initially, but then he got himself together, and then he he took action. He didn't freeze up. He kept moving, and that's what you have to do when you're facing adversity. So don't freak out. Don't freeze up. Third thing is don't focus on the problem. I've talked about this a number of times on the program. You know, when we focus our energy and our efforts on the problem, the problem tends to grow and get bigger. When we focus our energy and our effort on the solution, the solution begins to grow. You know, to sit in the water and go, shark, 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 there's a shark here. I'm in the water with a shark. There's a shark. There's a shark. There's a shark. Put you in that panic-stricken mode, and in all likelihood, it's going to cause you to freeze up. When you focus on, okay, what can I do? and you begin to let your mind search for solutions to the problem, then those solutions become evident. And you can then begin to put your energy and your effort into the solution. So if you're working in your business and you're going through some stuff with that, or if you uh, if you're if you're you know if you're you're finding that there are challenges that you have in school or or whatever it might be, you know, focus on the solution. Don't focus on the problem. All right? The biggest mistake you can make is to focus on the problem. Focus on the solution. Fourth thing is don't fold. Don't give up. You know, make the decision that you're going to see this thing through no matter what, that you won't quit until you come out of this thing. So just running through them again, don't freak. Don't freeze. Don't focus on the problem. Don't fold. And the last thing is don't fear. You have to keep you have to keep your confidence. What do I mean when I say that? You know, fear is, is, is life's way of, of telling us that there's something that you need to know. There's, some, there's an unknown that's here, and you need to educate yourself 
uh, as it relates to that. So keep your confidence as you're working through this this adver- the, through the uh, adversity, you know, and and do it not just in your thoughts, but let that reflect in your body. Maintain strong posture. If you're going through some challenges, make sure that you keep your shoulders squared. With the the way in which you hold your body, that muscle memory will also trigger emotions that you have. You ever see somebody who's depressed? And, and they have their shoulders squared and a big smile on their face. No, when you're when you feel depressed, you are or you're feeling the blues or the blahs. You know, you tend your posture reflects it. Your your physiology reflects it. What you want to make sure of is that you keep your confidence. You keep you you keep confident through this thing. So check your posture. Maintain a strong posture. Maintain strong breathing. Check your breathing. Sometimes it's just a matter of getting down to something as simple as the way in which you're breathing. Make sure that you're breathing right. Keep that smile on your face as you're going through some stuff. And that's not a delusional smile. That's just understanding that when my body, when I hold my body in a certain way, I open my mind to possibilities to and finding the solution, I can actually overcome this problem that I have. So, Move with boldness, you know. Don't let the whatever you're going through. Uh, don't let don't reflect that in your body. Keep your body strong. Keep your your mind strong. Keep your confidence about yourself. Those are your those are your your five tips. Don't freak out. Don't freeze up. Don't fold. Don't fear and don't focus on the problem. Keep it moving. Keep it in perspective. Keep on keeping on. Keep your eyes on the solution and keep your confidence. With that, you will find that you can overcome whatever adversity you may be going through. And in doing that, come out on the other side a better, stronger, and wiser person. And that's what it's all about. If you have a a goal that you're working on and you'd like to get some help with it or you find that you need some help, go to aboutgoals.com and you can find out about the services that we offer through aboutgoals.com. Help is always here for you. Don't ever feel like you're you're going at it totally alone. This has been Andrew Morgan, the Goals Coach. We've got so much coming up for you this week because we're coming to the end of this month. So be sure to tune in tomorrow. We're going to continue some of the stuff we worked on in making this month a strong month and finishing strong. And we're also going, I want to tell you about the upcoming uh, March monthly planning sessions that we have coming up. Uh, it's a webinar that I think. I'm going to give you an invitation to come out to. You'll find some more information on that. But until we talk, I want you to have a fantastic day. I want you to make sure that your goals are alive. And I want you to know that the world is a better place because you are in it. Just make sure that what you do today is an affirmation of that truth. I'll talk to you tomorrow at the same time. Have a great day.